I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us tonight, we've got the doctor. Yo, yo. And uh, producer Joe, some are wandering around. Behind I don't know. The, oh, he's behind the, the glass yes. curtain waving yeah. at us. Hey, we're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And actually, today uh, we are celebrating National Roadkill Day <laughs> and possibly at the same time National Quesadilla Day. So I don't oh. know if they go hand in hand or not, but uh, they, they can. could. They can. They can. Yeah. And then I also saw, and I, I just didn't even talk, but it's also National John Day and National Wade Day. Uh, which again, I'm not sure why Wade's get a day. Wade's get a day. No, but obviously it wasn't I mean, important. All Wade's getting a day. It wasn't important enough that they just kind of had to piggyback on the John Day. So that was interesting. Yeah. So oh, that's true. Um, but the question came up was, uh, well, when is National Jeff Day? And the answer is every, every day. day. Every day. Yeah. 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 So. Roadkill Day could be every day too. Fair. Fair. Come say, do you say roadkill in Espanol? Uh, roadkill. It just roadkill. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, translate. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. it's so Comida. uniquely English yes. in its in its origin yeah. that it cannot translate. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, think, saw, I saw possum quesadillas on the roadside. That's today. exactly why I saw that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer mecca within a beer mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Hey y'all, I really like beer, and you should buy me a beer. <laughs> So you go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com and click on buy me a beer and you can buy me a beer. Thanks. That's buy me a beer. Click on the link in the website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com and support our podcast and our ability to keep doing this. It's appreciated. Ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Links there to the store. Uh, newslet- I'm late on the newsletter. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know if anybody's counting them down on I their am. calendar about yeah. where the newsletter yeah. is, but I'm I get a the late. alerts all the time. Please check the website for newsletter. Please check website <laughs> for newsletter. Ask, a lot of people ask me about it. Where, yeah. where the hell is the freaking newsletter? Yeah, I'm a little late on it. I've right. been busy. Been busy. We're back to school. It's a busy, busy time of year. We're back to school. Yeah. And usually when you pop up with a curiosity yeah, yourself, let's drink. Okay. Well, we got, you know, we have all gift beers tonight. Yeah, we do. Uh, the first one comes from uh, Amanda. Part of the I Like Beer Book Club. Yep. Good friend up in Woodenville, Washington. She sent one from a, her, one of her home breweries, Medier Brewing. Black Stripe Coconut Porter. Sounds delicious. Mm. It does sound delicious. And we got a couple cans of it. It's good for now. Weather's starting to cool down a little bit, right? We're down into the 70s now. So, yeah, you know, it's starting. winter's coming. You can feel it. Oh, in the bones. <laughs> I actually had to wear deep a sweatshirt for a little bit this morning. Yeah. So, well, yeah, when it gets can... down to 68, 69, deep, what are you going to do? That deep or winter freeze? is coming. Deep winter's yeah. coming. And I, I was excited about bringing this beer because I checked it off with our special guest because we do have a special guest in studio tonight and he has some beer drinking expertise. He's a world traveler and he's got stories. He's also one of our very first listeners. Phil Martinez is in studio. Cheers. Welcome, Phil. Thank Cheers. you very much for Cheers. having me. Huge fan of the shows since the beginning, as you mentioned. So, Cheers, Phil. You're making one of my dreams come true. So much appreciated. You're making one, making well, one we're of my over dreams. two by the time yeah, the night's over. Uh, we got enough drinks in them. Uh, Phil, you recently returned from a trip, and yes, I don't know if smuggle's the right term, but I'm going to go with smuggled home a little something uh, for us. We're going to hear more about that first. But first, a quick thought on this coconut porter. Very good. Yes. I'm a fan. What, what I like about it is, I mean, obviously, 
color-wise, looks great in uh, smell on the nose. It's really good, and it's not the coconut's not overwhelming, right? Like I think it's very subtle on the on the on that part of it. So it's it's a really a good porter. I like it. Yeah, very subtle on the coconut. Yeah. We yeah, had this yeah. next to side by side with Coco Jones mm-hmm. from another Woodenville brewery, Black Raven. Right. And that's very coconut yeah. forward. And it was kind of nice to have them back. I started yeah. with this one and then moved into more coconut. It's uh, got a little like a, there's a nutty taste to it as well. Like a and, little. And it's yeah. not too coffee for it. I'm not. No, fan that's the too. The coffee is very subtle. Ro- all of it's roasty, very not coffee. There nice you go. Right? Balance. Yeah. Nicely yeah. balanced. Yeah, I agree. So Amanda, thank you. Excellent choice. And while we have this beer in hand, let's get right to it. Toast, roast, and pour one out. Mm. You got toast? You got toast? I got some toast. I got a little bit of everything tonight. Oh, that's great. Yeah. You want me to get my toast? My toast's always pale in comparison. Never, never. (laughs) Well, always. Go ahead. I'm aware these are our roles. I I bring some beer based toast. I'm really glad the doc's here for a couple of mine tonight. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, good. Then let me just get this done. We got the golf course going? Yes. Okay. All of it's happening. <laughs> that was my only toast. I, no, figured, I don't, have, I figured the, you I don't have the golf course. You got the golf okay, course. All right. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to toast Epic and their Oktoberfest was there last weekend, and specifically their Uberstein, which they put uh, pickles and and big pretzels and meats on on a stick right across your big stein oh, of beer. Yeah. It was they did a nice show. Saw Clayton there, caught up with him a little bit. Ran down to Alesmith. They were also doing a great job with their Oktoberfest with a live band, and. And they had this puppet thing where you had to get in this. If you could drink your beer as a marinette without spilling, you got to have a $50 gift card. Oh, how'd you do? I didn't didn't do it because I didn't see anyone successful. And they all looked more coordinated than me. And I had already (laughs) been to an Oktoberfest before I got there. So I didn't like my chances one bit. But uh, they did a great job. I'm adding Chicago. Another toast going out to Chicago. Adding them to our itinerary for a future visit. Guinness is opening up oh, wow. a brewery. Yeah. Open Gate Brewery. Guinness Open Gate Brewery will be opening up in Guinness next year. And they'll be doing some experimental stuff, but also classic stout. That would be so fantastic. Yeah. That's, that's kind of exciting. And I don't know if you're covering the run. No, you should hit the run. All right. So I have... You're in the run. I, I, I'm always a little opposed to toasting ourselves because it just seems wrong. It does. But this was a big deal. Okay. Uh, we've won some major awards that we made for ourselves and gave to ourselves. True. And that's that's exciting. But this one, uh, the Live Well 5K run down San Diego last Sunday. It's a huge, huge, huge uh, race. I mean, we, over, over 5,000 participants. ILB, your hosts, yeah. and Sound Guy Tom finished in the top three. We we're the top three finishers yep, in the one, two, and 5K three. run. The Live Well San Diego, right on the waterfront. Yeah. Wow. Across yeah. the Starry India, down yeah. into, what's that area called? Uh, Seaport, Seaport, Seaport Village and back. Yeah. Top three finishers amongst um, beer podcast hosts. Yes, yep. yes, yes. That was yep. our demographic. That we, our we, demographic, we were in the we top one, three. One, two, and three. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. How many, how many other hosts were in that? We're area? not sure. Well, don't cheat. But there, there, were, <laughs> there, were, there were over 5,000 people participating. There so there's five. a good chance there were a handful more in yeah, there. Well, I but, bet the Beer Belly Society yeah. was there. Uh, yes. And we were in front of them. There's a good chance that there were some other beer hosts there. But we were one, two, and three. Boom. And that was pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. What do you got for toast? Um, well, speaking of breweries opening, I, I uh, went to my favorite uh, news source, which is San Diego Beer News. Shout out to them always. Um, as uh, I saw Carl Strauss is actually opening a, um, 
a facility or, or a location in San Marcos this month. It should open later this month. It's going to be right off Las Posas. I'm celebrating that with another. Yeah, tour. I think. I mean, so that's really cool because I love Carl Strauss, but sometimes I don't have to drive all the way, uh, you know, to the coast or down south or whatever else. So this will be a great one to go because they always have good food, and so I'm excited about that. And then the other one I thought was kind of cool too. Well, two other ones was Bear Roots is actually opening up. Um, going to open up a, a location in Escondido. So that'll be their third location. Um, they're not really sure. ETA is kind of unknown on that. And then Docent Brewing, which is out of San Juan Capistrano, is going to be opening up a location in downtown Carlsbad. Again, kind of ETA unknown, but down on State Street. So three rich breweries. Rich get richer. Rich get richer. So yeah. that's always kind of cool. Beautiful. So that's my first toast. And then my second toast now is um, newest superhero. Okay. So I don't know about you guys. How many of you guys like look around for superheroes? I'm but always looking. I'm on the lookout quite a bit. So this one came across, um, and this is the newest mascot of the Selena 52 truck stop. You can look that up on see check out their Facebook page. Okay. Uh, his name is Piss Jugman. <laughs> Piss Jugman, and and his well apparently the issue is is that you know truck drivers drive long distances, sure. need to relieve themselves. Yes. They do it in a jug. But they don't. They aren't as very responsible in how they dispose of the jug. That's true. I have seen them get yes. thrown out windows. And so, so that's the Selena Fifty Two Truck Stop has decided to combat that and created the newest superhero, Piss Jugman. And his job is to teach truckers how to properly dispose of their piss jugs. <laughs> you can get swag from them with the Piss Jugman. It's a big character that sits on the side. I want. They have pictures of little kids with Piss Jugman. Wow. So just check him out. Newest superhero. I'm doing it right now. I'm thinking he might be the newest Marvel soon. Once Marvel gets a taste of this one, he's going to come oh, around. Yeah, this is yeah. going to go big. Yeah, Piss Jugman. So uh, toast to them, superheroes. We and love. I them. was just wondering what I'm going to be for Halloween. And there you go. And it probably will be one of the hottest uh, Halloween costumes this year as well. Oh yeah, it's great. It looks like a piss jug. Yeah. Like a oh, but he has an unhappy face. I think he should have a happy face. Yeah. He, he should be have a, well, if not happy, relieved. Yes. <laughs> He's unhappy because of how people are misdisposing of their piss jugs. So I think I think I could make that. The costume. best part about it is, is they actually have pictures. If you look on their Facebook page of the, they have uh, uh, children shirts, like they make shirts in child sizes. So the little kids are sitting there with their piss jug shirt, probably wearing <laughs> to elementary schools. Um, you know, I don't know how that's going to go wrong anywhere. I mean, if I still had kids that age, I'd be buying them one of those shirts. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I, then I can get myself I one, too. I the, the yeah. website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so check so out. So Piss Jug Man, there you go. It's like a golden football bouncing down the emergency <laughs> lane. Golden, exactly. <laughs> wow, that's a solid toast. Yes. 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 What do you got? What about roasts? Uh, so roasts, I'm roasting. I know, you know, for us as a, as a podcast, one of our mantras, one of our uh, Jeffisms, what I would say uh, is, you know, drink responsibly. Yes. We always say that. Um, and so recently uh, learned a little bit about some of that. But uh, this this past week or weekend, there was a, a man here in California. Um, he was riding down the road on a horse and a sheriff um, saw him doing that and saw that he was carrying an open container of alcohol, pulled him over. And basically said, "Hey, uh, you know, you're not allowed to do that." Uh, proceeded to give him a sobriety test, and even uh, when you're on a horse, exactly, and and arrested him for RUI, riding under the influence. Okay. Um, and so, I guess a couple things here. First of all, it clears up a couple questions that you 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 are you cannot ride an animal on the road and be intoxicated. So I didn't know that, right? So that's one thing. For the safety of the animal, I'm okay with that. Yes. but it does seem. But here's the question. Riding shouldn't a they horse have sober? Also, doesn't sound like a treat. Shouldn't they have checked the horse? Because really, who's driving? That's true. Who's driving? That's a good point. The that, horse is driving. Full of good points. Right. So, that's so the horse is the one. So if the horse is sober, the guy riding it really has no control. He's just 
getting home he's just safe. Sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. He's done the responsible thing. You would think so. It's but anyway, so it's basically our Harry Uber. Yeah, he's just <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. So, anyways, I don't know. That's what I thought about. But yeah, drink responsibly. Um, no DUIs, no RUIs. Um, there was actually another story I didn't even have time to grab, but it was a guy in, in the Midwest somewhere that got pulled over. Um and he was riding uh, one of those, um, what are they, the, the, the little kids do, the, the power truck things, like the, the, he was riding one of those little Jeeps that the oh, little okay. kids ride. And they pulled him over and, um, and the cop, uh, you know, arrested him. But he was under the influence of meth and uh, I don't know what else, crack or something like yeah, that. So, that. Yeah. yeah. So that, so don't people are just riding, so you can't do that either. The, the, um, you know, you can't ride kids' vehicles no, down the road. We're not going to defend that one. Yeah. The horse, the horse, I feel but the like horse, there's, I feel a, there's like two was, sides of that argument, so. <laughs> and we're not going to defend that. Maybe the guys over at I Like Meth, the podcast, yes, they, yes. they might, they might do that, that, but, but uh, that's not us. But that's I did, did see that one as well. I sat in on that podcast. I'll tell you about it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of teeth there. <laughs> not a lot of teeth. It's poor, poor, uh, Poor dental plan with that <laughs> podcast. Yeah, if I had one of those cars, it would probably crush like a beer can. So yeah, the power wheels. Not, it's one of those power wheel things. Yeah, that's yeah, what they're that's called. Not yeah. A problem. yeah, yeah. So actually, they said the funniest part is they had a picture and the, the cop had to call and have the power wheel towed away. So think about that a tow truck <laughs> bringing a little power wheel as they took the guy off to Did the they jail. Have a power wheel tow truck? Yeah, that would have been even better, but I don't think they were ready for that. So. <laughs> And the guy got upset because he's like, I've been driving these power wheels down this road for the last year and a half and no one's ever pulled me over. So it sounded like a high quality individual. <laughs> Look for him next Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, he's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Roast. Uh, I'm not even sure who to roast. I, I was thinking the Hemingway quote, the only thing that can ruin a good day is people. Uh, this is Germans sabotaging their own Oktoberfest. Yeah, you saw, saw this? I saw it. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, the traditionalists making a big stink in Munich because... One of the uh, beer tents, the Pauliner tent, was serving chicken krauts. Yeah. And that oh, is wow. ruining Oktoberfest. Yeah, and, yeah. and we should just call the whole thing off if we're going to start serving, they called it Volkweizen. Right. Volkweizen. Volkweizen. Yeah. Yeah. I saw as an add on to that actually the Prince of Bavaria. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I can't, I don't know his name, but he's Mr. Yeah. Prince of Bavaria. He was very upset because he was like, you know, people talk about cultural appropriation all over the world and he's just upset because people come up and he goes, people come here and, and silly costumes made from China to just to get drunk. And, and, uh, and And so spend all their money. Yeah. Well, he didn't talk about the uh, (laughs) influence, but it was funny. Yeah. He was the same type of thing. He was very upset about where October rest is gone. You know, well, I think in my, it's my humble opinion People have the right to drink too much and throw up whatever type of sausages they want. That's fair. At Oktoberfest. That's fair. (laughs) And they should have those vomit-proof Adidas shoes that they Uh, make just for Oktoberfest. And I was looking at the the pictures, and it looked like a good time. We got to go. We got a podcast for that one. on the list. Yeah, okay. It's on the list. One of these years. As is Chicago Well, Chicago. First now, it sounds like. And then there. Yeah, so. Yeah. Well, we may have England and Ireland uh, coming up, too. So what's going on. Yeah. My roast for the uh, Live Well 5K as uh, second place overall among beard podcasts. Bruce, Um, congratulations to you, you. Mr. Blue Ribbon. Yeah, it was was Uh, quite an accomplishment. No beer garden. Yeah, no beer garden. I've never been. I've never. Come on. No beer garden. Come on. You call that living well? Yeah. (laughs) I did did try to find a spot to put in that you know, request, but I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, and I, and I made the comment to some individuals and they kind of said, you know, it is a live well about 
living well and everything. And I said, well, what about mental and emotional health? Right. For mm-hmm. some of us, that's how we... we and supporting local. Yeah, yeah. and supporting local. So yeah. that, yeah, we'll see. We'll work on it. They yeah. clearly hated local businesses. We'll you did get it. a flu shot. That's something I did like get it. a flu shot, though. Yeah. I did get I do. I got yeah. a 5K, got the blue, metal, the blue ribbon for winning be, uh, number one of all beer podcasters in that race. And then I went over and got a flu shot at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it was a pretty sweet day. And I got a lot of free pens. <laughs> well, and, and a really nice stress ball. And beer's full of electrolytes. Exactly. Last time I checked. Yes. You got to hydrate. It seems silly to me not to have yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Missed opportunity. Sure. Pours. I'm pouring one out for super fans. I don't know if you guys have seen super fans. I'll, I'll give you an example of a super fan, Boltman, right? For those that uh, ever followed uh, whatever that team was that we used to have here in, in San Diego. The Clippers? Uh, yes, the Clippers. Boltman. Um, but super fans. Um, I don't know if you guys have followed the story at all, but the Kansas City Chiefs had a super, have a super fan or had a super fan. His name was called Chief, Chiefsaholic. Um, Chiefsaholic. Chiefsaholic. Wow. And, uh, and Chiefs- go, how many ways can we be offensive? <laughs> yes. But anyways, Chiefsaholic <laughs> actually was recently indicted by a federal grand jury for robbing a string of banks in the Midwest and laundering that stolen cash through casinos. And it seems like he was using that money to finance his travel to all of the Chiefs games and and supporting the Chiefs and that kind of stuff. So he had a Was he wearing his Chiefs uh, outfit? Maybe that's while how they, they caught the him. But, yeah. but anyways, he was he was charged with eleven counts of money laundering, four counts of transporting stolen property across state lines, three counts of armed bank robbery, and one count of bank theft. It says basically he between the months of March and December in twenty twenty two, he stole more than eight hundred thousand dollars in total. Wow. And then he basically then would go in and buy and redeem. Uh, oh, he said over a million dollars in chips from casinos, so that he could. That was how he's laundering the money. Um, and he would he gained fame because when he would come to Chiefs games, he would be dressed in a gray masked wolf suit. And uh, yeah. and so they basically, so what authorities say is he was able to finance all of his travel and attendance to all of the games through his crime. Um, and then he was actually initially arrested in in December of 2022 in Oklahoma, uh, but he cut off his ankle monitor and fled the state. Um, and, uh, well, he was a wolf. He chewed it up. And, and, and they yeah. said that he, and, he, and then while on bond, he was, or actually he did that after he won a hundred thousand dollars on bets, uh, which he made on Patrick Holmes to win the NFL MVP and the chiefs <laughs> to win the Super Bowl. So then he was able to use that money that he won on those bets to be on the run for like three months. And then they finally captured him and caught up to him. So, um, uh, he was living a good life. Yeah. Well, his lawyer yeah. says he will be exonerated from all of this. Uh, and we are confident that once all the facts are known that he will be redeemed in the eyes of his supporters, admirers and the chief's kingdom. So there you go. Super fans. Well, he's definitely committed. Yes. Very good. He might be committed for more, <laughs> more than one way. I'm just going to pour one out for uh, competitive 5Ks yes, uh, yes, with uh, yeah. our medals around our neck. Our heads, chins are up high. And, and I think we'll retire from yeah, competitive yeah, 5Ks. Yeah, yeah. I got a quick pour one out for bull sharks on golf courses. Yeah. I don't know if you saw about Where? that, but... Bull sharks have been living on this golf course in Brisbane for like 17 years. Somehow some flood brought them there. Big old bull sharks, like 10 of them. Been living in fresh water. You know, those how, bull sharks stay in their lane, right? Like 10 feet, bull sharks. And then <laughs> and then now, you know, another flood came and they like washed them all away. So no more sharks uh, on the golf course. That's nice. I would there not take that chance. Could you I would that? not take the chance. There are no more sharks on that golf shank course. Not, shank, I would not go your, knee no, deep no. looking for a yeah, ball. Shank oh. your drive into the <laughs> into the pond there. And no, I'm not going there after you it. Go. So <laughs> pour one out for the bull sharks. They they got removed the same so way they got there. They came in on a flood. They came in on some big flood. They just ride the tide. Yeah. Ride the tide. And there were like 10 of them. 
And then with all the pesticides and everything in the water, yeah, they can... living on some big fish, and I guess the, I guess the staff would throw big chunks of meat at, you know, from, oh, so the, people knew. from the clubhouse. Oh, yeah, they knew oh, they were there. Oh, they knew. Yeah, yeah, okay. they knew they were there, yeah. <laughs> Good, I was just thinking, like, I could hear him saying, hey, where's John? I don't know, he was on the 6th tee, and then we didn't see him. It was the 14th hole. Mm-hmm. Oh, the 14th hole. He was on the yeah, 14th yeah, yeah. tee, and we didn't see him at the end. We told him we'd meet him at the uh, the 19th hole there, and he never showed up. I doubt any divers went in there trying to get, get balls yeah. out of that little lake there, huh? But no, now, can you no. imagine what's probably in there? Uh, the amount of right, it, you go in there right. and you can make some money. Oh, because, yeah, everything's been left alone. Yeah, no one's touched it. Nothing left but a bloody argyle sock. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> we got to learn a little bit more about Phil, the oh, beer drinker. We do. Phil, the beer drinker. Yep. So should we have a beer while we're learning sure. first? Sure. And then I'll twist my arm. Okay. Yeah. Again, okay. I, I ran by my beer fridge list by Phil and, and told him what's coming. So he knows what's coming. This is from Brody. Over at Newport Brewing. So we got two Pacific Northwest beers nice. uh, up there this summer. And he sent some beer home to drink on the podcast. So, Brody, thank you. And this is their peanut butter stout. Oh, yeah. Goober. Ooh. Oh, Super yeah. goober. This is goober. Not your typical peanut butter cup. Velvety dark chocolate roasted oatmeal stout finished with globs of peanut butter. Globs. Uh, it tastes like peanut butter in glass. Yeah. I got peanuts on the can, so they, yeah. they must. I got high hopes. They must be all in on the peanuts. So let's let's try this. I hopes. Mm, I didn't have dinner, so this is good. <laughs> thick and delicious. It's pouring thick. Where do you get? Wait till you get the nose thick. on this thing. I can smell uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, peanut butter. That is definitely peanuty. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, um, that, was, that smells, that smells fantastic. Cheers. I'm going to give you an air cheers. Air toast. Peanut buttery. Oh, yeah. Mateo doesn't like peanut butter. Otherwise, I'd run a can That's out to him. But, mm-hmm. but Joe does. <laughs> and I don't think there's a listener in the house that would be concerned if Joe came in and got a couple cans here uh, in the middle of podcast. But he's working. He's working. We're working harder. This is a fantastic beer. But not now because really, we're going to make Phil do the really, 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 really well done. I agree. That is... Isn't nice. that good? That is mm-hmm. nice. Yes, he was pretty excited awesome. about that. I really I had a little taster a of it. and then Super clean finish. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Some <laughs> Joe heard free beer. He's like, oh, I'm... I'm <laughs> I gotta check on the mics. Yeah, you don't want to get left out of that one. That's solid. Yeah, I was pretty excited. He, uh, Brody, took a little time to to sit with me and do some cheers. beer drinking. Cheers, 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 Joe. Thanks, gentlemen. Cheers. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, so Phil, we're really excited to have you tonight. Want to get to know a little more about you. So, can you talk a little bit about like uh, the first beers you were drinking and what were some of your like wow beers or the first wow beer you had that was like, wow, I didn't realize beer could taste this way? Okay. Well, uh, let's see. Well, we're about the, we're around the same age, guys. We kind of came up in the, in the same area. So, probably not so unlike the beers you guys are drinking. Little MGD was yeah, big at the time. Yes. And, All the culture uh, people that was right kind there. of yeah. the uh, high class. High that class. was kind of the high class beer. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. we're not doing Coors and, However, you know, at the same time, their funds were kind of funds were a little limited at the time. So, you know, if uh, Keystone happened to be on sale (laughs) and uh, 
Or, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys remember this one or not, but uh, Meister Brow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Meister Brow, yeah. You know, you could... Uh, With the funky Meis- tops. Meister Chow. Meister Chow. What you used to call that. For a good reason. Yes, for a good reason. For a good, for good and obvious reasons. <laughs> Milwaukee's best. Yes. Milwaukee's yeah, that one the best drink, that. Yeah. Milwaukee's uh, best. Well, those are the best they make. Yeah. <laughs> Milwaukee's best. So those were, those were uh, you know, early on. And I believe that, that was, uh, you know, I had them one of those, like, my first... It was on my 21st birthday, I believe. So, <laughs> same, 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 yeah. same. Yeah. Sorry, I'm all yeah. the way around. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so those are those were my uh, those were my starters, I guess you'd say. Um, and uh, the wild first wild beer, um, I would you know probably you know I was at a party with some friends and uh, buddy came around and whipped out a six pack of, and had this you know crazy green label and you guys know where I'm going with this and I was like. What's that? And he's Low like, and brow. No, no. no. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. no. Yeah. Oh, oh, had a clever foil rolling oh, rock. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. oh no. Okay. Low and brow made uh, Meister Brow look like, yeah, I did. Uh, you know, world class. But uh, you whipped out a sixer of uh, of Sierra Nevada, and I grabbed a bottle, yeah. and he said, you got to try this. He had been up in, you know, in Chico area, and I grabbed one and popped it open, and took a sniff of it, and uh, I was like, that doesn't smell like beer. Like, what do you, this no. is not what beer is supposed to smell. He's like, just taste it. Trust me. And I tasted it. And you know, the hops, you know, kind of hit me at first. And I was like, Oh, I don't know about this. And then, but I wanted another sip. <laughs> <laughs> then I wanted another sip. Then I wanted another bottle. So I was like, Oh, this is some good stuff. So Sierra Nevada was the first time I was like, wow, there's something good. There's some good stuff going on out there. And uh, early nineties there, yeah, that yeah. what, what a shocker it was it for, was- for when down here in San Diego or okay. yep. um, the, the claim jumper had it yep. on pitchers. Yeah. And that was pretty exciting. There was. <laughs> it, was, it was around that time. And just, you know, I think the thing that shocked me most, you know, just going back in my memories is the smell, you know, smelling the hops like that for the first time and just being like, wow, there's something going on. There's something different here. And, uh, you know, you know, I'm sure you guys had a similar experience uh, <laughs> with, uh, with some of those beers, especially the, your first pale. I think Tom has that experience every time he has it. We just had yeah. to, after just, the 5K, we had to go find beer. Yeah, and he and he Tom got himself a, a yes. pint of uh, Sierra, and yeah. he looked as as happy and de- as delighted as like yeah. it was the first time he'd ever had it. Yeah, that's that's his jam, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, so uh, you were working in craft beer back early in this area. I was. I did. Um, I uh, you know, like you always say that you know this is a beer mecca within a beer mecca. You guys always say that at the beginning of the show and. Uh, you know, I was there. Well, I mean, I wasn't there, but I worked at a place that was there at the, you know, laying the foundation, the first, um, the first microbrewery that I am aware of um, in North County, which was San Marcos Brewery. Oh yeah, um, they opened up mm-hmm. in uh, 1993, um, and I was a, I, I beer tended there for uh, while I was in college um, for about eight years. And, uh, you know, I got a taste. Wow, how many degrees did you get? Yeah. <laughs> That's Do- another show. Sorry, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Phil Martinez. I, I didn't realize Dr. that. Phil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I paid for my college and, uh, you know, I had to go class by class. That's I was like, true. I can afford to take two classes. Yeah. Or, uh, I can afford to take one class. And, uh, you wow, know, I look like Speed Razor in my yeah. seven and a half years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you'd be surprised how many almost degrees I have. Like, yeah. So in other words, yeah. beer paid for your degree. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much, you pretty go. much. I, I'll test that. I'm yeah. gonna guess they were in and missed that place. Yeah, best wings ever. They had great wings. Not like great, great wings. Best great, yeah, wings that, that ever. Was a fantastic spot. I 
could not agree more. Those wings were phenomenal. I mean, each wing was a two-hander. So mm -hmm. you had to hold the wing with two hands. It was all three parts. I threw my back out on one of those wings. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was one of the first like places I went that had craft beer. Yeah. Yeah. In the the mm -hmm. honey, the bee, the honey, honey went, Yeah, yeah. It, oh, that was a good beer. It was, it was incredible. And uh, you know, and for me, you know, I was working, uh, I was working nearby there at um, Acapulco, which was yeah. you know on the other side of the parking lot, basically. Um, and my buddy um, got me a job there, or you know, I said, hey, they had an opening, so I went over there and started working there. And when I started tasting the beers, that's my, that's when my eyes really opened to, you know, that was the first time that I ever tasted beer that was made on the premises and poured on the premises. So that was a big eye, a big eye opener for sure. So you were, so you were pouring a lot of beers, tasting a lot of beers. Mm -hmm. And so now what do you, what would you say is like, you're kind of like go-to style or, and, or, and actually, you know, do you have a, sort of, you have a, also do you have a brewery now that's your go-to brewery? You no, know, it's, it, it's, it's tough to say because, you know, I kind of, I'm not, I'm I'm not super loyal to a, a style or a, or a, or anything like that. You know, kind of goes by the weather or what I'm eating. You know, I'm, you know, like everybody kind of does that. But I, I really bounce around when it comes to that. Sometimes I'm just in a sour move, and you know, the only thing I kind of steer away from, and this might be sacrilege on the I Like Beer podcast, but I'm not a huge IPA. You know, especially the super hoppies. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but you never know. I mean, it's funny because I. Don't drink a ton of IPAs, but um, when we hit COVID and, you know, I was trying to, you what know. What else are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> try, try new beers, you know, get together with Stay my neighbors sober. here and there. And, you know, all of a sudden I, you know, started tasting some pails and yeah. drinking some pails. And I was like, you know what? It, it just, you know, hit my palate the there right way. Go. And so, you know, I, I, I drank some of those, but, you know, it, it could be stouts and, you know, I go to sours. I guess, uh, you know, like talent, I think one of my, one of my go-tos is the Mexican lagers. Um but you know, lately I've really been into the uh, the uh, um, Japanese lagers, this very yeah, dry very lager, dry, especially yeah. with, when I'm uh, eating yeah. food like sushi or you know even Mexican food. Uh, a dry lager, you know the the shoots the shoots um, lagers is excellent yeah. and it goes so well with food. So many different kinds of food. So you know I I do bounce around. Um, what breweries you bounce around to up here? Uh, up you, here, you gotta live in a, your area is well, booming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, um, I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> I know you guys have had have had these guys on a couple of times, but um, I've lived walking distance to um, South O Brewing, yeah. <laughs> so um, you know, You're <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> so you can walk. Hey, I, if I, I've seen him on his horse leaving. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was a beach cruiser, but yeah, <laughs> and, um, but uh, you know, the South O Brewing. They they have some excellent beers yeah, as do. you guys well know and if I'm not mistaken they have not one but two Shawshanks there yes, yes. that's right uh, yes you do no, your homework are, are, yeah. uh -huh. if I lived in walking distance area I would have my name etched into a chair yeah, there like this is mine just hold this for me because yeah, it's the shape of my ass yeah, with yeah, the yeah exactly <laughs> I was gonna say your butt cheeks like Norm or Cliff uh, yes. it's about a it's, it's about, a great spot it's about a ten minute walk for yeah. me it's about a two minute bike ride well it's probably a two minute bike ride there and about a ten minute bike ride home because you get lost or no there's traffic. You know, sometimes a bush gets in the way, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they got some great beers and, uh, you know, great guys and, you know, it's, 
it's top notch and i you know i feel lucky that they they put that in there and now we've got the artifacts um tasting yeah. room there right down the street walking distance and uh, heritage barbecue brewing right at walking distance so i feel really fortunate to live where I, you know where i can go taste some good beers and you know i mean you could taste good beers anywhere but go places where they're actually making the beer and, and yeah. those kinds of things so it, it's it's really cool you know nothing like walking to your local yeah. i was just excited they've done a great job with encouraging that yeah development yeah Definitely, definitely so. Um, you know, I think, and at my at Southo Brewing, I think my my definite go to is the St. Marlowe. Yes, uh, the Czech, Czech pills. Uh, that is just so, so good. So uh, so so. That was good. the fastest I've ever given a Shawshank. Yeah, that was a good and one. One yeah. sip, I'm like, that's Shawshank. Yeah, that's that's a perfect beer. Totally understandable, <laughs> and I'd do the same. I did the same. I think. I love it when when stories come full circle. Our first beer, Black Stripe Coconut Porter from Woodenville. Washington was sent by Amanda. Her husband, Paul, went to Carlsbad High, grew up with us. He and I, uh, when remember you used to have to buy a, buy a ticket and stand in line for the movies yeah. right back in the day? Oh, so yeah. we were in San Marcos to see The Lord of the Rings when it, the Fellowship of the Ring when it opened up. Okay. Tickets weren't available till like the 12, 15, midnight, 15 show. And we were there at like six in the evening. Whoa. So we said, let's go to San Marcos Brewery because it's right there. And we ate wing after wing after wing <laughs> and pitcher of beer after pitcher of beer until it was 12 o'clock in time to go see the movie. And then, yeah, then it was a bad scene. It was a bad scene. For a three hour movie, too. You can't, you can't, you can't, um, you can't overestimate how good those ones are. <laughs> it was, was mind boggling how great they were. And, you know, one other thing about San Marcos Brewery that totally opened my eyes was, um, they had the um, they had two beer engines, so the hand the hand pulled beers. Um, they had a uh, the, the the brewery there the brewer there Dave Nutley he was a uh, retired pharmacist, um, so super precise on his on his um, on his measurements and very detailed brewer you know as as a lot of brewers are, but very detailed and uh, having a. A hand pulled beer. There's just, I mean, nitro's great. Don't get me wrong. I like a nitro beer. I love a nitro stout. Um, it's fantastic. But getting a beer pulled off the hand, uh, off the beer engine is just, it's just, it has a different mouthfeel. Yeah. Yes, it does. And it's just creamier. And the, this little, those little sparkles of bubbles that you get <laughs> with nitro are gone. And it's just pure, pure, pure creaminess. And, uh, um, having an ESB like that and then, and having a stout like that just completely opened my, my mind. So it was great. I was, I had a couple in Ireland like that where yes. they like, they pump, they actually are pumping the beer. And oh, I, nice. I pumped thousands. <laughs> <laughs> I pumped that over eight years. I pumped thousands. That's why you're so buff. That's true. <laughs> you go, I got to get him pulling right hand and I got to go left hand and I. 800, yeah. 801. Oh, yeah. I got to switch arms. There's yeah. technique to it. You got yeah. you got to, you can't try to go too fast. You got to, you know, but. Well, like Doc, like producer Joe, you've done some globe trotting. Give us a, the, the greatest hits places you've been. Okay. Wow. Uh, I've traveled, you know, around Europe, England, Scotland, Ireland, Netherlands, France, Germany, Italy, um, uh, Greece. Spent a month in Greece. That was amazing. Slippery. Uh, not, the, not, not the best. Uh, not the best beer country. <laughs> not, the, not, not the best beers there, but um, but beautiful place. Um, New Zealand. Been oh, wow. to New Zealand and uh, 
And you know, just recently, um, I was in Costa Rica, which is which was just beautiful. Pura vida. Yeah, pura vida. You know how it goes, and uh, <laughs> it's 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 fun to get around. As you know, Doc, you've been you've been around too. So um, we get around. We get around. We're like <laughs> the Beach Boys. About that, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Like the Beach Boys. Yeah. 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 Well, your your last stop, you brought us back some gifts. Yes. And now, when Joe brings us back beer from his travels, he smuggles them in his speedo. How, how were these brought back? Um, I can neither confirm nor deny that those <laughs> beers may or may not have been in my luggage. When uh, you say luggage, prison purse. They got off you, Doc. You know, I, based on well, on the last episode, trying to get a visual here. Yeah. You know. This, Talked about beer, beer meals. They may have been wrapped in yeah. socks yeah. first, yeah. initially as the first round, and then, uh, and then. But it's tough because when you go to Costa Rica, it's not like you're packing tons Big of stuff. Yeah, you're not packing thick clothing, you know. Right. So <laughs> there's only so much wrapage you can get. So actually, you know what I do? Today? So I was uh, a couple of weeks ago. I went to Texas. And I, I brought a big suitcase with like like two items of clothes and they're there because I knew I was coming back because I'd help. Yes, two, both my thongs were there. Yeah. Uh, but with uh, brought back a bunch of Jester King stuff, but they had these, you bring them in, they're like, like little plastic, like Ziploc bags, yeah. but then they have a little pump and you inflate them yeah. and it choop, surrounded the, nice. the thing. So oh, everything wow. made it back in one piece. Sell it, those there. it was pretty sweet. No, I just got, I got them uh, online before I left because I just nice. knew I was going to bring in these things back, but that's the way to go. Cause you go and it takes no room going. Yeah. And then if you have the, you know, whatever you got coming back, you, it, it, and everything came back in one piece and, and by thongs, I'm assuming you're meeting flip flops. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think well, so. Have you thinking. met Joe? Did you meet Joe no. when you came in? <laughs> so was me. Yeah, Joe is different. Yeah, <laughs> Joe, we're talking the Jesse. floss, the dental floss, <laughs> all that and, stuff. And, and, uh, Jesse, you know, Joe's are like I'm not judging. Joe's are furry, like furry thongs. Yeah. You're... Well, you brought back and and just the art, and li- literally art. I do mean like famous artwork, famous artists on these beers. The labels are amazing. We'll post pictures of this. I'm going to have talent's help, although I can get through the first part of this because yeah. it's written in English. Cerveza, well, I can read that part. Honey <laughs> basil ale. And this is from Costa Rica Meadery, but it says Cerveza on it. And that probably is That's a, all you need to know. It says here, I'm looking it up real quick. It says it's a, a spiced beer or herbed beer. So I'm sure with them, they probably do some stuff with, with whatever they're throwing in there and some honey and that kind of stuff. The other one looks like it says a hydro meal, so it's... That's honey. So, I'm still enjoying this, this one's the henova. The henova. Maybe we could combine Hinova. it with our. Oh Hinova. my goodness! It's. I'm pouring a little more once I smelled it. The honey with the, the, honey with the peanut butter. Henova. Basil. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I, I so feel like it's a plate of pasta. Yeah. yeah. So tell us, tell us where these Herb beers beer. came from. How did how did you come about these? I'm sure there's a story Ooh, here too. Wow! It smells like pasta. Pesto. I wasn't kidding. It's pesto. Yeah. Cheers. Wow, this is mm. it doesn't it smell like a pesto, like a casserole oh, yes, or pesto. I have never, until this time, I've I, never smelled a beer with I've so never, much basil. I've never had a beer that smells like pesto. But it's it, freaking good. But it blends in. It works. It works. It, it definitely works. Oh, I need and, some garlic bread right now. <laughs> right? right? Oh, my gosh. That is fantastic. That is actually All right, Joe's got to come back. Yes, I would like to eat that. with. I drink like, this with pasta. Right? I don't even need, you know, just have, but, really like, 
No, no I, I don't even eat pasta anymore. Just, I don't need pasta no, in my no. life. I have this. No, no you I have this. Like, it's a garlic bread to eat. Perfect. <laughs> Bland, like noodles with nothing on them. You just eat the noodles and then take a sip of this beer. No, I'm thinking garlic bread. Yeah. Garlic bread in this, I'm good. It's, that is a that is a, one of the most unique beers I've I ever had. I love it. Good job, wow. good job, Phil. Yeah, what absolutely. The hell? Yeah, Pastel beer. Had you had this one when you were there? I had not. This, so, so this is a blind tasting. It was. Well, it wasn't just a beer tasting. I, actually, we didn't go there for wow, a beer tasting. It was the it was the last night of our trip, and uh, and uh, you know normally the last night you know we were just like okay we're gonna stay at this nondescript Marriott hotel and you know with gray walls and an office center where you can print things out and whatever and go to sleep and my wife's like let's I found this tour and uh, we can go into um, San Jose which is the capital of Costa Rica and we could do a, a day tour and then at the end everybody goes to some this local house this locals person's Residence, their oh, house, where they live. Not a restaurant, just no. The way they, where, house. They, where they live. Where they mug you and take the rest of your money? No, yeah. no, no, no. And uh, <laughs> and so um, I said, okay, well, let's you give it a shot for that. Talk so and and what was interesting? Rape, yeah. pillage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too far. Yeah. Hey. Um, so um, we we showed up this person's house and and you know and it they serve you indigenous um, pre. Um, Pre-Columbian food that wow. that the indigenous people ate before the arrival of the Europeans. Small portions, um, you know, big enough, but there, there oh. was smallish portions. But there was probably six courses. So, oh, wow. um, some gallo pinto. Yeah, you're just sitting there, you know, having dinner with these people that you know are they're That's also cool. tourists, and you know, n- nobody knows each other. And we sit down, and uh, we all looked at each other and said, "Hey, let's, you know, they're going to give us some beers. Apparently, um, let's just." get a couple of beers and then we'll just take a bottle and pass it around. We'll get a little bit yeah. of each beer. And so um, the guy comes out he's like, well, what do you want to drink? And we said, well, we want one beer and this beer. And then I think we're just going to share them. And that guy says, no, everybody gets a beer. Everybody, no. You only order full beers. <laughs> and I was like, okay, twist my arm. Um, and uh, you know, he started bringing out these beers and uh, you know, it was basically, you know, he, you order whatever you want, and uh, I he, want some more of these beers. I, this is a, a unique beer. Wow. Like it is really a unique beer. I don't know that I've Talk ever about had it. paired with something. I love it. Yeah, it's, but I mean, I it is one it. of the most unique yeah. flavored beers. You I've know ever what had. I liked about it too was it's not just different for different sake. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's you get good. those beers and like it's decent. It's good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like just different and good. Like yeah. sometimes you'll have those beers where they've gone way off. You know, whatever sour pickle this or something like that, and you're just like. Yeah, that was kind of silly. Yeah. But you could drink this beer. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. You know, and so... Uh, it's funny, I think I'd be like in Italy drinking this beer. <laughs> not not Costa right. Rica. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I, it's a five for me. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bury the lead. I'm, I'm just, wow, I'm, just, I'm just running it out. Honey, I love basil. that beer. Who knew that honey and basil worked no, together? No, no, I was not looking for it. It's, it's, it's just a citrus, honey, and, and herbs well, is basically what they're saying. So, think of how many beers you guys have had. Have you ever had a beer like this? No, not at all. Think about that. Thousands of beers. So within that category of being how unique it is, it's a five in that category. I agree. There's no doubt. I agree. I, no, it's I, really good. And it went well with the food. And, you know, it's hard mm-hmm. to imagine what food it wouldn't go well So they with. have, for people listening, if they, they actually have a website, it's www.costaricameadery.com. So depending on what their distribution thing is, you might be able to get them some, you know, in other places, but you can kind of check it out and see. This one's the Henova. Oh, that's so good. And okay. that's G-E-N-O-V-A. Yeah. Next 
uh, we were pleased, you know, more than pleased with the food and the beer and, you know. the. Um, and you got to meet some new people on your last night, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. It was a great trip. I mean, all the way around. We were there for about three weeks and, you know, I have no complaints. The people of Costa Rica are just amazing, you know, friendly, you know. Doc, you've been there before and, yeah, yeah. you know, people are just so cool. The food's excellent. You know, the wildlife. Did everyone get naked at, at the end of that meal? I cannot talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe or maybe not. Well, at least you had somebody carry the beers home. <laughs> well, thank you for bringing back. Thank you for sharing. We have another one we'll try here in just a moment. My pleasure. I wasn't my quite pleasure. sure what kind of tour that was, really. Oh, my pleasure. It was All right. A- so we're going to move off that one for a sec because okay. I want to, since we're, we're drinking a good beer here. Yeah. Um, you spent quite a bit of time with a group that's renowned for their athletic and drinking prowess. So can you tell us a little bit about your time as a rugby player? Rugby, yeah. Um, well, you know, as you guys may have, you guys you guys may know, um, you know, beer is definitely uh, integrated with uh, rugby culture, mostly. Um, and uh, I played rugby for about 20 years or so, maybe, uh, maybe a little bit longer. Um, in, in, uh, in high school in college, well in high school, uh, and, and, uh, I, re- I played football and I was a wrestler and then I wrestled in college. Um, that's always partial to the, to the physical sports. Um, and then, you know, I finished up my wrestling career. I wrestled in college, like I said, and I was done with wrestling and I had, was kind of looking for something to do. You know, it's hard to find something that's gonna, you know, um, scratch that itch. And, uh, I had a roommate at the time that I'd played in college and, uh, and he, um, he met a guy on a fishing trip and told me about it and, uh, told me he, uh, met a guy that w- was involved with the rugby club and said, why don't you come out? So I did. And I wound up playing for about 20 years, you know, and, uh, and, uh, it was amazing. <laughs> It was amazing, you know. It took me to places where I never w- would have gone, and um, I got to meet people that I never would have met, and probably got to drink beers that I never would have <laughs> drank, and um, all the above. You know, I, you know, I went to the Rugby World Cup in uh, in England, Scotland, Ireland, and did a tour, played rugby over there. Nice. I uh, I actually went to New Zealand and played a season down in New Zealand in the, the All Blacks. No, 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 that's, that's a A different level. That's, that's a whole different level from any sport. So, um, but it was, it was just, it was an amazing thing. You know, it was a real, um, another eye opener, you know, in terms of the world. And, you know, I remembered when I was in, when I was in high school, I had a globe in my mat, in my, in my bedroom and, uh, I'd look underneath the globe at the very bottom and you could see new zealand down there and i remember there was a town called dunedin and i just remember going like i wonder what that is like mm-hmm. way 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 down there and I, and i remember thinking to myself like i'm never gonna know that i'm never gonna know that and you know by playing rugby um and meeting people and meeting friends and and in you know, experience and i actually wound up going to that that's pretty cool going cool. to that place that you know how I, was it was it was incredible. Yeah. It was incredible. I went down there, you know, at when I was actually in Dunedin, you know, I saw penguins in the wild nice. you know, coming out of the ocean and Did albatross. See, uh, I saw the all blacks play rugby nice. there, you know, and it was just, it was an incredible nice. experience. You know, I was, I think I was 28 at the time and 
It's just an amazing experience. I met people, just the nicest people in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, you know? they're so friendly. Okay, let's get back to the drinking in rugby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I know at UC Santa Barbara, there was this giant call at collegiate rugby tournament. They'd come to town, and man, that it just they just went crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, you got any good like rugby drinking stories? Rugby drinking story. Oh well, my gosh! Probably not a one. Yeah, no. I'm that sure I, you can come up with something. You, uh, you observe things that I can. That I yeah. yeah. Other people. I heard that. <laughs> um, I guess you know. For me, I would talk. I, I guess I would mention that probably you know one of my early rugby drinking stories is. Yeah, like a song that you sang. You could sing for us. Oh, <laughs> I, I do have a song, but I cannot sing oh, it yeah. for you. And you know, the songs, the lyrics are not usually appropriate. Um, but uh, you know, not for this podcast. I played rugby. Eyebrow. Rugby is more, you know, more piss jug man. <laughs> there needs to be a piss jug man song for sure. But it's rugby appropriate. Yeah. But okay. you know, at the end of the game, you know, uh, you usually go, you know, go to the bar, have some beers, and the home team always feeds and, and beers up the other team, gives beer to the other team for you know, just takes care of them. Um, and but when you score your first try, which is basically like scoring your first touchdown. Um, you know, I scored my first touchdown. We're at the bar, and you mean uh, try, try. Yeah. Well, try. I'm saying try, but you know, <laughs> I shouldn't translate it because you know, I think people will know try equals touchdown. Anyways, um, so we're at the bar, and um, somebody says, "Hey, Phil scored his first try today," and you, you know, mean touchdown. <laughs> something like confusing that me. i know i'm lost now i was how do you know how i feel when i watch rugby yeah. so so you know there's lots of different body types in in rugby big guys small guys and one of the smaller guys who's a scrum half um which is a, the smallest guys usually they're they're you know under like five nine five nine five eight something like that five six they half can like be real because they're low they get they're the ones that get down and grab the ball so they got to be you, they got to be low to the ground My house. and he comes up to yeah and they're tough scrum don't half. get me wrong they're scrum tough what they, call they are scrum halves <laughs> yeah. and he walks up to me he's like hey uh you scored your first try you got to shoot the boot shoot and, the boot and that's exactly what everybody started chanting they start saying shoot the boot shoot the boot shoot the boot and there's you know and that's exactly what they started the whole bar. There's about a hundred people. You gotta do it. And yeah. I'm, like, like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'll take my point. I know that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he starts unbuckling his pants. Hey, okay, do what you gotta do. No, but but I'm right. like, you know, I, I know Phil, and he said. I'm not in the mood, yes. and there's no way I'll be peer pressured into this. No way. So and you went to bed early exactly. and thanked them for anyway. I think it was eight thirty when I went to bed. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I'm like, okay, well, he's like, well, you gotta, you know, we're gonna pour beer in my, in the cleat, and then you're gonna drink oh, it. That's and it's oh. a rugby tradition, boys. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't make the rules, you yeah. know. I didn't make I, the rules. I have seen this at, at yes, I saw this at Sandy State. Own boot, you gotta choose and someone else's. So, so you know, he's like, you know. He's like five six, you use know. The, so. Use the half scrum guy because he's got small feet. He's like five six, you know. Yeah, he's got size eight, so eight, so they, they bring the pitcher over, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, I can do that. You know, everybody's there's a lot of peer pressure going on, but I'm, you know, and I'm happy. I scored my first try, and I'm with my boys. So good beer. So we're like having a good eye at that point. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It tasted a lot like the basil. There's a lot of basil <laughs> and grass. So basil. So at that moment. I'm like, okay, well, I could do this, you know. I'm, and all of a sudden, it's not his boot. It's one of my lock, one of my locks boots. And a lock 
is the tallest guy on the oh, field. So, so you're like a size 14. Our locks were, uh, at that time, our locks were probably about 6'6", six, six, 300. Oh, big sweaty dudes. Yeah. And oh, they bring yeah. over this size 16. Who never washes his socks? Yeah. Or oh, this size yeah. 16 boot. <laughs> yeah. And they poured the pitcher in that thing. I swear that one boot took the whole pitcher. And then they got another pitcher and finished. They, <laughs> yeah. well, and oh. it's a high top boot. Oh, so it's not, oh, just, it's not oh, just that. It's good for pouring, though. It's got to go all the way up. The, all the way up the oh. high top part too, and uh, yeah, it's it wasn't my. Did it. At least it diluted the. You know, oh, we're still maybe. here. I'm still here. Still I survived. Here. You know, yeah. there you go. And uh, did everyone just go crazy when oh, it's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's that's a celebration. Awesome. It's a yeah. celebration. That's awesome. You know, and uh, you it's know, like scoring a touchdown, but I try to try. Better try. That's that's a great, <laughs> that's a good story. It's better. And shoot the boot. Shoot the boot. Shoot the boot. And let's bring a shoe next time. Yeah, let's go. Uh, shit. Well, shoot let's my go. flip flop. No, it's not gonna work. <laughs> work. Shoot flip flop. Shoot the sandal. <laughs> but you know, it was cool, and it's just another. You know, it was a, it was it was a it was a cool thing that I, you know, it's not just about what happens on the field. It's the you know what happens afterwards. That's so. one of the things I always thought was really cool about like watching. I had friends that played rugby in college and 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 at other schools and stuff like that. Is that you play your game it's a you know it's a man's game there's no doubt about it or a woman's game i guess it doesn't matter anymore yeah, nowadays no. but whatever i mean whoever's playing you play it it's rough it's tough but when you're done everybody just gets together and has a great time no and doubt. so there's not a lot of that animosity that seems to come with other sports no. where like they would you would never think about going to the bar with the team you're playing in no, a lot of sports where no. in rugby it's like hey right. we're done before, let's, the night before and the night yeah after. yeah let's no, go have no, some fun no, which is no. kind of cool that's a cool no. that's a you know more sports should should uh kind of take that that sportsmanship to that level really. yeah on the field i mean it's it's where it's a brutal game yes, I mean, there's is. no question it's 15 on 15 and everybody's f one referee and it's all in and um you know it's it's supremely physical you know and uh and i've gotten into some one-on-one -on -one battles you know on the field with guys and you know and had some uh encounters <laughs> and after the beer i mean after the after the game hey we're we're hanging out we're having a beer together we're singing yeah. songs together yeah. and you know and that guy's my friend for the next 10 years or whatever as we as the clubs move along so it's definitely leave it on the field and uh it's a brotherhood for sure or you know sisterhood so it's it's it was uh it it it's not an uh, overstatement to say it changed my life to change the, cool. the trajectory of my life so that's that's great. Thank mm -hmm. you for sharing. Yeah. Uh, but you had a very short career. I'm skipping the question I have scripted that's here because I because I, I know a little bit about Phil okay. and he's got a great story because you t you talk about contact sports, football, mm -hmm. wrestling, rugby. Yeah. You're a physical guy and those sports fit you. Mm -hmm. But you had a very short stint as a competitive swimmer. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, how could you do this to me? <laughs> the boat. Oh, uh, oh no. Let's tell go. us about, tell us about oh, my your short. Your triumph. Tell him. He's blindsided me. What's that? <laughs> <right? laughs> no, 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 somebody runs yeah, a car. I tried like, to convert like him. Synchronized swimming. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Tell me you were wearing a Speedo, though. Oh, yeah. I had to. Nice. I had to. Which, which, oh. which is not that big of a deal. I mean, I, was, I wore I wore a wrestling uniform. Hey, I wore a wrestling uniform, so it's not exactly like those are bad. They call those singlets. Yeah, singlets. If we were on YouTube right now, you'd be watching Phil. Imagine Phil in his speedo. No, man, oh ratings would be through oh the roof. Gosh. All right, tell us your story because it is—it yeah. is, it is like the the pinnacle of victory I apologize and defeat. In the same oh, story. So Do you guys know Mr. Beast? Our ratings would be like Mr. Beast ratings if 
people could see <laughs> Phil right now in his speedo. Oh my gosh, no, no, it's like a, that would be like a the word like a big. Uh, that's like a train wreck right there. You're talking about that's not good. So okay, um, uh, I'm gonna get you for this. <laughs> I'm gonna get you for this. All right. So um, my it was my senior year, and you know I was obviously a very you know competitive wrestler, and you know enjoyed it. And um, after wrestling season, I would usually I would play football, then I would wrestle, then I would usually just surf so I could just relax and. And for some reason, my senior year, um, I decided to go off for the swim team. And uh, I have cute girls or something. I made that might have something to do. Who knows? The uniforms. You never know. And uh, so I went out and my first race, I jumped in the pool and it was the uh, it was the 100 meter um, freestyle swim. So I'm swimming and I jump in and I get off to a good start. And I'm doing pretty good, and I feel like, you know, I can take this thing. I think I can take this thing. You know, these people have been swimming their whole lives competitively, <laughs> and and I, I'm i swimming, and I see somebody kind of next to me, but they're kind of behind me, and I get to the wall just before they do, and I'm like, <laughs> yes. I, I think I raised my hands in the air. Victory. And the, the referee, I don't even know what they're called. That's how little my experience is. Umpire? They're like, um, yeah, the this, is, uh, this is not 50 meters. This is 100 meters. <laughs> Oh. Deer disqualified. I'm like, oh, oh no. that's terrible. Okay. But did you win the 50 meters? I did. I only I ended, you did. I, 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 you right. won the 50 yeah, meters. I did. You know you what? Did win you the raised your hand. Fair enough. I believe, you that, is, yeah. Fair I believe enough. that is a race now, yeah. the 50 meters. Like they, do, they have an Olympics. take that from the guy who won the 5K. Yeah. Okay. I won the, I won Let's the go. 5K for beer podcasters. So I, I'm going to declare that. And that is now an Olympic sport. You know what? So you may have qualified that year you know, and you I didn't follow through on it. Contact the appropriate people to get my trophy. Yes. Or And or medal. Yes. And so I'm like, okay, well, that didn't go so well. Um, so, but I got the backstroke still. So, oh, um, I didn't know there was more to the story. Yeah. Oh, that, I've oh, only heard. Like, you know what? Maybe I should just leave no, it there. No, you know. now. Now you're I'm intrigued. The, hey, you're in the water now. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, keep in mind, this is my one and only swim meet. Um, so, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. so I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta try to do better because I'm not a bad swimmer. Oh, I don't get, go back in time and watch Phil at his swimming. Somewhere there's video. <laughs> don't get no. There's not. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. They have the guy with the crank video. I won. Oh, wait, you're only halfway there. DQ. Yeah. It's like they're just like heartless DQ. 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 Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make it up by doing better on the backstroke. I know I can do the backstroke. I'm, I'm pretty good in the water. <laughs> back, Have you practiced? I, yeah. Well, uh, no, no, maybe. Um, you play football. That's like wrestling. Yeah. Football. I can do swimming. Well, and, and the thing too is, I mean, I know this is hard to believe looking at me now, um, but... Um, at the time, after wrestling season ended, you know, I would be no, so we were swelt in yeah. the day. We know. Yeah. I, but I, I mean, I would cut weight. So, yeah. I mean, I had like 1% body fat. I know that's hard to believe, but I was like no. completely, completely, completely like zero fat. And fat helps you float. Right. You know, it helps you, you know, the, look at good swimmers. They got a little something. Yeah. Keep some. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, this is a safety measure. <laughs> <laughs> this, this beer belly is a safety yeah, measure. Very safe. Yes. Very safe Protection. in the water. So um, the the back row starts and I'm and I'm going and I, I have no idea how I'm doing because you can't really see like you can on the freestyle and I'm just <laughs> like I'm just flailing my arms <laughs> and there's all flags up there telling you to hit your head. I feel like I'm going fast. You know, I'm like you know I think I'm winning. I think I could win this thing. And all of a sudden, like my my finger touched the rope and I was like, 
Yeah, I think I could maybe go a little faster if I grabbed this rope and pulled myself. <laughs> That's ingenuity right there. And, and, you know, I don't know. So I, I, I grabbed the rope and I pulled myself. I'm like, oh, that worked pretty good. I do a couple more flails and then grab the rope, pull myself again. I'm like, oh, I got a shot at this. <laughs> Lane four, DQ. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Yeah. This I'm is going, not my thing. I, I'm going surfing. Yeah. I'm yeah. done with this. But, you know what I appreciate is your sense of optimism. Uh, In both races, at one point, you're like, I think I can win this thing. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't know for a yeah. fact. I mean, I had a feeling, but I didn't know for a fact it was illegal. Yeah. But I just love that. I, I think I can take these guys. That's <laughs> engineering. No one's thought of this yet. Just freaking pull yourself on the road. Why do, you know. That's true, though. So, you know, that was the end of my swimming uh, career. Michael Phelps, yeah, you know, he lucked out. He lucked out. Yeah, I, I was coming for him. <laughs> uh, memorable. Well, we're gonna turn it over to you, Doc. But first, let's we have a, we have one more beer. Yeah, let's do it. And so, again, thank you to Phil. Oh, my and I'm so excited about that first one. Uh, talent, would you do the honors of telling us a little bit about this beer? Um, this is uh, it's hydro meal, which is basically a. It's, it's going to have some, it's like a mead almost, right? Yeah. So it's a mead and it's, it's got, but it says it's got chocolate, coffee, and vanilla in it. Um, it's a, like 7.7% alcohol content. Oh. So it's pretty, pretty okay. high, but it's got some lactose in it. So I bet you it's probably pretty smooth. Um, it's got a lot of stuff going on it. Their, their thing is it says it's intense and decadent, um, but it's their if, mocha. It's if, their I, mocha. if I remember correctly, it, um, it drinks uh, like a porter. Oh yeah, it's a, smelling. It smells like oh, a. It smells, it smells so like good. it smells very. It's the vanilla. You can smell the vanilla mm -hmm. coming out of it. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers, boys! Enjoy! Cheers! Well, I didn't know the second story, Phil. So, oh, so I, take it easy on me. You volunteered that one. I know. So, but it drinks like a like like it very honey. The honey is like, it's oh, a mead. It's definitely delicious. a mead. Mm -hmm. I love it. We've yeah. had some meads. Didn't yeah. love them. Well, I think what's interesting about this them. this mead is that it's got a lot with the other flavors in it, right? And that's maybe what those other ones in it. It does have the vanilla. Oh, it's a little too much honey for me. It's very sweet. Yeah. Like, so sweet. It's, it's, I don't it's, like it's as sweet. much as beer, yeah. but I like it. It's yeah. the best yeah. mead I've had ever had. Mm -hmm. cool. Wow, it's sweet. I would agree, but it's sweet. very sweet. You have to like that's the one thing I've noticed about meads is that you have Wasn't to enjoy a, a sweet yeah. um a sweet taste. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But no, I mean I it wouldn't be my go-to either, but it's it's a, it's That's actually a very good, good and meat. And to be fair, the food you know we was oh, it was served at a meal. Good. The food the yeah. the uh, the dish that they served it with was a uh, um, was a kind of a salty dish. Yeah. dish. Oh, that'd be perfect. So, yeah, so that'd it, be it did work. It did work. So yeah, I was thinking something spicy or something salty, something yeah. cheesy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, know that I would sit down and you know just, yeah, drink, just drink, one of a, these. drink a bottle of this because yeah. you'd be like it's like when you eat uh, like a really decadent dessert and at the end of it you're just like feel like oh my gosh my you know you're just overload of of, of yeah. sugar and what, sweets. I'd buy a candle that smells like this. Oh yeah. So <laughs> but for, I, my, I, for I, my baths. Yes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doc, you're up. Let's do it. Welcome to Beer or Not a Beer, the hoppiest game show in town. For those rookies, I'm going to name four beers. Three are real beers. One I thought of while I'm sitting on the bidet. <laughs> Phil, are you ready for your first in-person Beer, not a beer. How do you do at home? I am, uh, you know what? Uh, I think probably I'm better than me. I'm probably about... Uh, 
51%. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> You'd be number good. one on our charts here because right. I'm like 1%. All right, maybe 49. All right. In honor of Phil, beer or not a beer? Now, I mentioned earlier, if we were on YouTube, people at home would be going crazy because you'd be seeing Phil, handsome, strapping, rugby of a man, flowing hair, flowing The, the hair follicle count on this yeah. show is All through right. the roof yes. tonight. Here we go. So, <laughs> it's now, <very> true. <laughs> in front of these thousands of fans that are listening right now, All right. I'm going to confess. A lot of pressure. I have fillings for you. That is beer number one. I have fillings for you. I've been fantasizing about this beer, not a beer, Phil, actually. And I was hoping you'd say back... The fillings are mutual. That's beer number two. <laughs> oh, they're mutual. That's not happening. And beer number three. Mouth fill me up. Mouth fill me up. A stout, by the way. A stout. Of course, a stout. Yes, of course. And, and, then, and then you'd reply, fill me up, buttercup. Oh, Here we go. Beer number one. I have fillings for you. Beer number two, the fillings are mutual. Beer number three, mouth fill me up. And beer number four, fill me up, buttercup. Phil, oh my which gosh. beer is not a beer? Oh, my gosh. So first, uh, just to be clear, Jeff, you're going to blindside me first. And then now Doc's going to blindside me. All right. I see how it goes. I had you share a delightful story of your youth. Jeff, who has your back in here? (laughs) All right. Tell us. Tell tell us. We got beer number one, two, three, four. All right. I have feelings for you. And you replied the feelings are mutual. That's beer number two. Beer number three, I said, mouth feel me up. And beer number four, you said, fill me up, buttercup. I'm going to go with... Mouth fill me up. Mouth fill me up. Talent. First of all, I'm going to say if these aren't beers, they all should be beers because they're great names. Three of them are on on, uh, Untapped. So there you go. My initial gut was to go fill with yours, but I'm going to go with fill me up, Buttercup. Fill me up, Buttercup. Influencer. The fillings are mutual. That's just so perfect. That's perfect. (laughs) That's got to be a beer. That has to be a beer. I'm going number three. Number three. Mouth fill me up. All right, here we go. Uh, beer number one, I have fillings for you. Is a sour from Other Half Brewing, oh, Brooklyn, New York. No, that's a great. So name. far, so good. All right. Beer number four, fill oh. me up, Buttercup. Is really a stout from Goose Island, that's Chicago. No, that's a good one too. And Phil, you see right through me, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> beer number, beer number three, is the beer I made up. Mouth, fill yeah. me up. Phil, yeah. <laughs> well, we did it. Let's go. <laughs> That it's been a long go. time since I got one yeah, right. Yeah, right. Right. long My time. initial gut was to go that route, but I I wanted to try to hedge my bets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hedge my bets. you were just making sure someone, someone won. Someone was gonna win. Yeah, yeah. the the feeling is mutual. Yeah. That was mutual. too that was too perfect. I'm like, that's got to be a beer. Or I have feelings for you. It's just like, what a great beer name. <laughs> well, audience and Phil, thanks for joining us for beer or not a beer. Join us next time for another episode. All right. Phil, you brought a game. I did bring a game. I oh, brought a game. I don't know if I'm ready for two games. Oh, yeah, Phil, ready okay. for a game? Twice the fun. All right, this is definitely, uh, you know, this is definitely an honor, I should say, because, you know, beer or not a beer, I, you know, I... I, and you uh, won. I dream about that that intro, that music, that nice. intro music is in my dreams, so nice. this is definitely... Phil, uh, you know you're in my dreams. And this one's called... <laughs>
<laughs> now, now with, a, with a, holding a boot. <laughs> Nothing but a boot. Hey, a Nothing si- but boot, wait, baby. A size sixteen. Wait, and you know it's stout. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. Hold. Killing me, brother. The Kill me. All right. So this Pan game hold. is called rugby term or not a rugby term. Oh, that's nice. Rugby Love term it. or not a rugby term. So you guys were asking me about Love rugby. It. So you guys have to determine which of these is not a rugby term. Which of them is not? Which is not a rugby rugby term. Three of them are rugby terms. One of them is not a rugby term. Okay. I hope one's try because I got that one. No, no, no. no. Or half, half, whatever that was. All right, here we go. Halfling. Halfling. All right, you guys ready? We're ready. Okay, here we go. The first term is loose head. Loose head. Loose head. Head. Loose head. Okay. All right. The second rugby term is blood bin. Ooh. Blood that's, bin. That's, blood bin. That's, blood bin. that's, that's definitely rugby. That sounds, head. That sounds right. Sounds hideous, but it is rugby. The third the third term is tops and bottoms. <laughs> tops and bottoms. Bottoms. All right. Tops and bottoms. Okay. Tops and bottoms. And the fourth term, potential term, is hookers. Okay. All right. Wow, that's tough. So, term number one, loose head. Term number two, blood bin. Term number three, tops and bottoms. Term number four, hookers. Okay. Which one of these is not a rugby term? One of them is not. Three of them are. One of them is not. Let's start with you, Doc. All right. Doc says loose head. Head. Loose head. Yeah. You say loose head loose is head. not a term. Yeah. Because, okay. you know, head's not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is in rugby. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. In the scrum. I was yeah. hoping scrum would be uh, yeah. one. <laughs> I'm not going to put scrum. Everybody yeah. knows scrum. Blood bin. I'm going blood bin. You're going blood, blood bin, bin sounds too on the nose to me. Blood bin is not a term you say. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go blood bin as well. Okay. Blood bin. I, I know for a fact hookers is because I, I have a friend who played hooker. Okay. He was a hooker. Yeah. So yeah. as you know, there definitely are hookers in rugby. Got it. Each team has a hooker. Um, the reason why they call them a hooker is those are the men that are, or players, I shouldn't say men, uh, the players that are at the very center of the scrum, and they are trying to hook the ball back to their team okay, in the that scrum. Makes sense. Yeah. The scrum is basically a giant 16-man tug-of-war. Yeah, but the hookers <laughs> are trying for extra pay at the end of the game. The they, hookers yeah. <laughs> depends on the service they provide. Yeah. They, they, Loose head. No, yeah. but you know you got to keep your eye on your wallet. Keep your eye on your wallet. Next, we have loose head. Loose head is a rugby term. Oh, oh, loose head is a rugby life. term. And the reason why they are called a loose head is because. Uh, in the scrum, you have a tight head and a loose head. And mm. if you are a tight head, your head is completely submerged in the scrum. Nobody can see your head. Yeah. If you are a loose head, your head is on the outside of the scrum uh, and can be seen. Is it like scro- your head's in the scrotum? No, no scrum. Scrum. Well, actually, it could be both. So yeah. Yeah. scrums are pretty uh, tight quarters. So yeah. 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 could be both. And they're sharp charts. Yeah. Yeah. Could no be one, both. No one, no judging. And, and uh, yeah. you know, one of your one of your favorite Wait, players, so Jeff, I, Joe Marler. Was, Joe Marler. He was a loose head. Do, uh, he was a loose head prop. Do, you, uh, do rugby players wear jock straps? 
Um, Could there be like scrotums hanging down? You know, everybody has different preferences. Got you. Yeah. That's has, where the blood bin term comes uh, from. Everybody yeah. has different preferences. All right. so, Come on, we're in this okay. right now. We're we're in this. We're in this. Let's go. Let's go. You got the boot. You got a 50 50 here. Okay. All right. The next term is blood bin. Oh. Is a rugby term. Oh. It is a proper rugby term. So if somebody is in the blood bin, oh, that means they have begun to bleed. And there's a certain amount of time that they have to stop the bleeding and or tape it up and or um, get back on the field where they are not gushing blood. You can be be dribbling a little bit of blood, but you cannot be gushing the blood. You can't be in the blood. Because many guys are. makes sense. Many many players are bleeding during the What was number three, the one you made out? And the one that was not a rugby term was tops and bottoms is that not so right wow, tops and bottoms is not a, not a rugby yeah. i got you guys you got you got guys. now now hold on oh for two this actually oh, yeah. ha- you gotta redeem yourself oh here's your chance okay this actually has a secondary layer to this game <laughs> oh my gosh okay this you guys ready deep. for this this is deep and this is gonna go to you doc because this is beer or not a beer Blown away. one of these rugby terms is a beer name one of them. Oh, oh, one of them is oh, a. So let me let chance. me let me tell you the names of the beers. We have loose head loose stout. Head. Oh, loose head stout. Loose head stout. Got it. We have blood bin red. Wow. And we have name. hooker blonde. One of them oh. is. Okay. Loose head stout. Blood bin blood bin red. And hooker blonde. Hmm. One of them is. One of them is one, a beer. So you have to pick the one that is a, is Wh- a beer. Which one is a beer? Blood okay, bin so red. I, I got what I'm Loose head yeah. stout. Yeah. Hooker blonde. If it's if it's yeah. not, I'm brewing it. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm, go, I'm going hooker blonde. Hooker blonde? Yep, hooker blonde. Okay. Doc I'm, says hooker I'm blonde. I'm also going hooker blonde. Hooker, hooker blonde. blonde has got, yeah. That's blood good. bin red. That blood. is the greatest name for a beer. I'm making a red sure. ale and calling it blood bin red if it's not. That's my next beer I'm making. So. First off, no one will drink it because of the name, but you guys are correct. Not picking loose head stout. Loose head stout is not a beer. It would be tight head if you're into yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And the one that is actually a beer is hooker blonde. <laughs> there is no blood bin red, but there should be. You're there right. Should be. Oh, there there will be. Over three. Three. We like, nice job, Doc. As I was making this, as I was creating this, I was like, there needs to be a blood bin red. There Why isn't one. there? I just think because blood and beer doesn't sound good together. But if you're a rugby player, that would be the most badass beer to drink. Like all the That's toughest true. rugby I'd players. Out of a boot. Yeah, I'd out of a boot. I'm, My own. I'm with you. But a boot. All right. So that's been. Rugby term or oh, not a rugby three. term? <laughs> nice job. Hey, my streak is still going. I have not won. <laughs> so, over for three tonight. And thanks again, guys, for letting me get something checked off on my bucket list. Oh, thanks for coming oh, on. What a, what a, I, we just checked that off our bucket yeah, list. So. Yeah, good job. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you, Phil Martinez, for sharing your stories and your beer with us. Absolutely. And your mead with us. Yes, absolutely. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Remember just a moment to rate us, review us, wherever you get our podcast. Check us out on Instagram. View our website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com and take one minute to buy us a beer. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we gotta run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a fiver, a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run.